Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 189. Mine eyes look toward the mountains. Help cometh from on high, from God who never slumbers, whose care is ever nigh. My foot shall not be moved. My keeper is the Lord. He never shall forsake me. I trust me to his word. Hymn number 189. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, go to our website, and on the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday reading. You do so, and there you will find the readings for tonight. And our theme for tonight is, You Are Never Alone, 
Trust God's ever presence and power. Readings will now be given by Amanda from Missouri. The Bible. Psalm. O Lord, whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. When I awake, I am still with thee. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Joshua have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Now it came to pass, when Adonizedek, king of Jerusalem, had heard how Joshua had taken Ai, and had utterly destroyed it as he had done to Jericho and her king, so he had done to Ai and her king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were among them, that they feared greatly, because Gibeon was a great city, as one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all the men thereof were mighty. Wherefore, Adonizedek, king of Jerusalem, sent unto Hoam, king of Hebron, and unto Piram, king of Jarmuth, and unto Japhia, king of Lachish, and unto Deber, king of Eglon, saying, Come up unto me, and help me, that we may smite Gibeon, for it hath made peace with Joshua, and with the children of Israel. Therefore the five kings of the Amorites gathered themselves together and went up, they and all their hosts, and encamped before Gibeon, and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent unto Joshua to the camp to Gilgal, saying, Black not thy hand from thy servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. 
though Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. For the Lord fought for Israel. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. For thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies against whom ye fight. John Then said Jesus, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. The Father hath not left me alone. Matthew All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Romans who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I will now read correlative passages. From Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works, all by Mary Baker Eddy. God is infinite, therefore ever present, and there is no other power nor presence. 
What cannot God do? Because God is ever-present, no boundary of time can separate us from him and the heaven of his presence. And because God is life, all life is eternal. I believe in God as the supreme being. I know not what the person of omnipotence and omnipresence is or what the infinite includes. Therefore, I worship that of which I can conceive. First, as a loving father and mother. Then, as thought ascends the scale of being to diviner consciousness, God becomes to me, as to the apostle who declared it, God is love, divine principle, which I worship. And after the manner of my fathers, so worship I God. Yes, my student, my father is your father, and he helps us most when help is most needed, for he is the ever-present help. Never ask for tomorrow. It is enough that divine love is an ever-present help, and if you wait, never doubting, you will have all you need every moment. What a glorious inheritance is given to us through the understanding of omnipresent love. More we cannot ask. More we do not want. More we cannot have. This sweet assurance is the peace be still to all human fears, to suffering of every sort. What is it that harms you? Can height or depth or any other creature separate you from the love that is omnipresent good, that blesses infinitely one and all? In the desolation of human understanding, divine love hears and answers the human call for help, and the voice of truth utters the divine verities of being which deliver mortals out of the depths of ignorance and vice. This is the Father's benediction. It gives lessons to human life, guides the understanding, peoples the mind with spiritual ideas, reconstructs the Judean religion, and reveals God and man as the principle and idea of all good. The good cannot lose their God, their help in times of trouble. If they mistake the divine command, they will recover it, countermand their order, retrace their steps, and reinstate his orders, more assured to press on safely. The best lesson of their lives is gained by crossing swords with temptation, with fear and the besetments of evil, insomuch as they thereby have tried their strength and proven it, insomuch as they have found their strength made perfect in weakness, and their fear is self-immolated. The increasing necessity for relying on God to defend us against the subtler forms of evil turns us more unreservedly to him for help, and thus becomes a means of grace. 
if one lives rightly, every effort to hurt one will only help that one. For God will give the ability to overcome whatever tends to impede progress. Know this, that you cannot overcome the baneful effects of sin on yourself if you in any way indulge in sin. For sooner or later, you will fall victim of your own as well as of others' sins. Using mental power in the right direction only, doing to others as you would have them do unto you, will overcome evil with good and destroy your own sensitiveness to the power of evil. All God's servants are minutemen and women. As of old, I stand with sandals on and staff in hand, waiting for the watchword and the revelation of what, how, whither. Let us be faithful and obedient, and God will do the rest. Trust in him whose love enfolds thee. God giveth to everyone this puissance, and I have faith in his promise. Lo, I am with you alway, all the way. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 123. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said, to you who to God for your refuge have fled? Hymn number 123.
World Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Welcome one and all. We actually have quite a wonderful outreach from our church. Much of it is from our various websites, many of which are in other foreign languages. And as a result, God's word reaches people across the globe. And indeed, people from all over the world have found our church. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our website. We have so much material that we're offering. And it all comes free of charge. You know, there's articles to read, books to read, and as well as download, songs to listen to, our weekly lesson, and, and much more. Articles from early workers. And uh, it's, it's all healing and inspiring material for your reading, studying, and listening. And I'd like to point out one article that's now being featured on the home page of our website. It's called Human Intellect by Gilbert Carpenter. So if you think you're having a tough time letting loose of your own well-developed reasoning and thinking power, read this article. Mr. Carpenter handles it very well, and it's, I found it very helpful. Uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that at 11 o'clock with our church service. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And our Sunday school has a teleconference feature, one uh, devoted exclusively to the Sunday school, which means that your child can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students do use this teleconference feature. They attend by telephone. It's very convenient. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those of you who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. Uh, remember, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. 
So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Mara from Mississippi, go ahead. Um, a few weeks ago, I noticed that my cat's eye looked a little infected. So I made a veterinary appointment for the next day, but actually I had to cancel the appointment because I needed to make an unexpected trip out of town. Um, I returned home five days later and saw that my cat's eye was shut. As I went to call the vet to reschedule, I stopped myself. Instead, I looked at my cat and I knew him to be God's idea. Since he is God's idea, he reflects all beautiful qualities. And I thought of his special qualities like love, loyalty, perfection, beauty, action, and everything from God. I knew him to be a perfect idea of God, just like I am and we all are. He went to sleep like cats do. And in the morning, I looked at him and his eye looked absolutely perfect. Now every time I look at him, I am reminded how God is always here for all of us. I also want to say thank you to everyone who participates in the weekly roundtable discussions. There's such a huge help to me personally. There's a quote from a morning prayer that Florence read a few weeks ago that really inspired me. Hold yourself constantly and consciously under God's eternal law of blessings, of happiness, harmony, health, peace, joy, power, progress, perfection, and abundance. It's been very exciting for me to see God and his blessings all around me, especially learning that the most important thing for all of us is our personal connection to God, our oneness with God, and that we shouldn't pray just to solve problems and to go back um, to our human life apart from God, but instead constantly demonstrate um, I'm just so grateful for all that I'm learning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ron from North Carolina, go ahead. Thank you. I'm so grateful to the Plainfield Church Independent for being the rock upon which Mary Baker Eddy's teaching is anchored and shared to all with a receptive ear. My understanding of Christian science and its practical application has certainly been deepened since my association with this church. During the past several months, I've had a great many diverse situations arise requiring attention. They all seem to be coming to me at once. In the past, my mantra has often been, I can do this, I don't need help, regardless of the situation. It was as if I had to prove myself as a capable human being, a master of my own destiny. Things got done, but in hindsight, something was missing. While I have experienced much good in my life, this need to prove myself has been misguided, taking me down a winding pathway instead of a straight and narrow one. Christ Jesus said, not my will, but thine be done. It's become quite clear to me of late 
how good I have been at asserting my will while neglecting this declaration by Jesus, a declaration expressed with incredible humility under the most extreme circumstances imaginable. This powerful example, the writings of Mary Baker Eddy and her early students, and the many offerings by the Plainfield Church have begun to change how I go about doing things. In particular, the roundtable discussions where no topic is avoided and all human endeavor is put under the lens of the spiritual reality. Through these discussions, I have gained a greater understanding of the wily ways of animal magnetism and how to nothingize its aggressive nature. As a consequence, I have relied more on God to reveal what's true about any given situation. I am now more inclined to reach out to God when about to meet some challenging circumstance. I may start out scrambling inwardly to develop a personal plan when now I'll catch myself. Wait a minute, who is really in charge? My shoulders literally drop upon the realization that the all-knowing God has my back as I go forth and that I am right where I need to be with all the resources necessary to deal with whatever may arise. What a comfort. And the real dessert with a capital D is that there is a blessing to be had for all as a result of this scientific work. Although still susceptible to the old ways of dealing with challenges, my connection with God grows stronger with each succeeding challenge that is met by relying on his will and not my own. In fact, I now look forward to the challenges as they provide opportunities to put my trust in God's omniscient guidance to the test. My gratitude to Mary Baker Eddy and the Plainfield Church for making these eternal truths more understandable and for providing so many examples for practical application of this science. And I'm most grateful to God from whom and to whom I come and go. And I must add, I'm most grateful for the loving rebuke received at last Saturday's roundtable. It awakened this slumbering self to understand that, yes, there's always something to express gratitude for. Thanks and love to you all. <laughs> Thank you. Nancy from Texas, go ahead. Thank you for the reading. I wish to express my gratitude for this church and its practitioners. In uh, Mrs. Eddy's volume of The First Church of Christ Scientist in Miscellany, on page 116, she writes, quote, At a time of contagious disease, Christian scientists endeavor to rise in consciousness to the true sense of the omnipotence of life, truth, and love, and this great fact in Christian science realized will stop a contagion, end quote. I have a dear el elderly friend who lives in a nearby nursing home. She recently tested positive for COVID-19 and was immediately quarantined on a special wing filled with others who tested positive. She had no symptoms whatsoever, but nonetheless, they quarantined her for 10 days. I contacted a Plainfield practitioner and asked her to support my friend while she was quarantined. She lovingly agreed to pray for my sweet friend and reminded me that God is omnipotent and he never made a contagious disease. 
Although my friend spent 10 days on this special wing of the nursing home and was exposed to many who also tested positive, she had zero symptoms the entire time she was there. After she was released back to her regular quarters, I visited her and asked her about her stay. She told me that she treated it like a vacation. She saw new faces and had many conversations with everyone she met there. I was so thankful for my practitioner's loving support for my friend. And on another note, if you haven't listened to the many Bible studies and roundtables that are on the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independence website, you don't know what you're missing. I listened to the December 1st, 2018 Bible study this week more than once. It is like a microcosm of many roundtables and Bible studies all rolled into one. And it is spot on for what is going on in the world right now and how we need to pray about world affairs. Thank you for your readings, the music, and all of you who make this sweet church function. You are a lifeline to so many of us around the world, connecting us to the truth as written in the Bible and science and health. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy. I'm very grateful for this church and for Christian Science. It is wonderful to be a member here, and I've gained so much. Uh, the peer science that is taught in Plainfield has shown me how to better understand God and the Bible and myself. A few of us watched a documentary called The Last Apostle about this very adventurous professor who's been making trips to Turkey for the last decade to uncover the places that Paul went in that region. It was very well done and provided a look into the perils and beauty that Paul and his companions faced on these journeys. I'm very grateful to more fully appreciate the practical concerns that Paul dealt with while bringing the understanding of Christ's Christianity to that part of the world. At one point, however, this professor mentioned how in the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 2, it says, quote, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them, end quote. Professor, the professor then spoke about how no one is sure how this communication from the Holy Ghost would have come forth but that Barnabas and Saul were indeed sent out in the mission which led them to modern-day Turkey. I've been thinking a lot about this, and it's truly made me appreciate Christian science even more, because in the Plainfield Church we are all taught and expected to go to God and listen with our spiritual sense to find out all the big and small things we are to do each day. As the readings tonight we're talking about, God is our only help, and we can always rely on him for everything. But only Christian science has been able to show me how to fully trust this. So my gratitude tonight is for how pure, pure Christian science allows us to have this connection with God and to be able to be about our Father's business with understanding and joy and how this church allows us to share this truth with all of mankind. Also, I'm always grateful to know that God is directing people all over the world whether they understand or not, making it so we always have all we need every day, including all that is needed to get the word of God out to the world. God is good. Thank you. 
And now I have two testimonies to play. One is from Liz in Massachusetts, and the next one will be from Imogen in Australia. I have to call you. I just got off the phone with my oncologist. He told me what he could see from certain things that I have been stabilized. I want you to know, and all the beautiful members of this church that is the center of the universe, that is the living, walking truth, what you mean to me. There have been nights that I have been up all night listening to those round tables and imbibing this precious, precious truth. And I will keep doing it. So, but from the bottom of my heart and my soul, just know how much I love what all of you are doing. It is the universal truth. Thank you so, so much. My cup runneth over. I am very grateful for Christian Science. Plainfield's Sunday Roundtable talked about making God our priority. I loved Gary's comments that if our priorities are for God, for our leader and for mankind, then everything else will fall into place, guaranteed. Well, I have found that this is the absolute truth. A couple of years ago, here in Australia, the lockdowns were hitting businesses very hard. We own a face-to-face -face training company, and overnight our entire calendar of work for all of our facilitators was cancelled due to the lockdowns. We did not know how we could recover from such a situation. We were totally relying on God and the pure Christian science principles that we had been taught. Plainfield Independent was the only place we could find that taught pure Christian science and practiced it. I am so very grateful because through the teaching at Plainfield, we had a refuge where we could come and drink in God's peace and presence and power. Through Plainfield, I learned a stillness that I was not jumping to the tune of panic in the business community, and I felt my priorities begin to change. I had a picture of what I needed to do. First, I contributed my last dollars to Plainfield. I felt very joyful and unafraid about doing that as it represented our total commitment to God and to our leader. Secondly, I prayed without ceasing. Mary and Florence had taught this in a number of instructional testimonies to immerse oneself in the Bible and in our textbook and I found listening to all that Plainfield was doing was very helpful in this regard. What followed next was the most rapid recovery in business I have ever seen. Through no human action of our own, we were suddenly booked for a project. It came out of the clear blue sky 
And although it was not a very Christly environment, this job lasted long enough for us to learn what we needed to and move forward. We then were moved by God <laughs> onto another project, which allowed us to rewrite our entire body of training manuals so that we could run online training courses in team building and management, thus being unaffected by lockdowns. Then, not through any advertising or effort that we did, clients started to line up for our team building training. Now I know, having seen where things were headed, that had I been humanly panicking, this would have been a very dire outcome. We have been totally safe in our business throughout this entire period. We hear all the time from our clients who feel the love of God in our training and are helped onward and upward in their work and dealings. It is a very joyous and humbling experience because we are seeing God feed his sheep through our work. The change in making God as our top priority is what achieved this success. The studies and lessons here at Plainfield are truly God's wisdom, power and love speaking to us all. Our ever thanks to God, to Jesus, to Mary Baker Eddy, and to all at Plainfield Independent. Thank you. Candy from Wisconsin, go ahead. Amanda, I want to thank you for the very comforting readings that you gave tonight. They were wonderful. A few weeks ago, I was experiencing extreme pain in my hips and legs. I turned to the article, All Love Does, by Mary Baker Eddy. It states, love contains, love maintains, love sustains. With this, I was able to calm and think more clearly, but still I was very uncomfortable. Over the next few days, I also worked with the wonderful Love is, the, Love is the Liberator on the 91st Psalm. Although both of these helped, there were times when I was so uncomfortable I was unable to read and think. During those times, I turned to our very special 24-hour reading room, which is what I call our website, and listened to articles. Slowly, I was led to realize that I was holding to past little resentments. The Bible states in Ecclesiastes, God requireth that which is past. These experiences were actually calls to grow in my understanding of Christian science, and I had ignored that. Also, animosity is prohibited in Christian science and has to be replaced with love and forgiveness for all involved. As I worked at this, it became a very joyous time, and I became more comfortable. Soon, I was able to move and sleep without pain, and today I realized I was climbing stairs as I had before. Thank you, Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church, for all you do and have done for Christian science. Good night. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. 
I, too, wanted to express my gratitude for the very beautiful and comforting readings tonight. As I was reading them this afternoon, it got me to think um, how we are never alone, and we can trust God's ever-presence. And a verse from hymn number nine came to my mind. He knows the angels that we need and sends them to our side to comfort, guard, and guide. No matter what may be going on or what need may be at the time, it would seem to me at every service, every activity in this church, those thoughts are always provided at just the right time. Whether it's the Wednesday or Sunday services, the round tables, watchers, or Bible studies, they all enrich and strengthen, and I know that they speak to each of us as God directs. I'm deeply grateful to God, who knows before we do what we need. And I'm so grateful for the steadfast and strong support of my practitioner. I'm grateful for Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and for all that is given to us and taught here in the Plainfield Church. And I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Luba, Luba from Ohio, go ahead. Thank you. I'm so grateful for everything Plainfield has to offer and for all this church has done to better the understanding of Christian science. My practitioner's help has opened my eyes to so much that I may that I may not see clearly, and I'm so grateful for the peace that has come about because of this. Thank you so much for tonight's reading, and I'm happy to be here this evening. Thank you. Michelle from Canada, go ahead. I'm grateful tonight for divine balance. A while ago, a few weeks ago, I awoke in the early morning with a vertigo. I had turned around in bed from one side to the other side and didn't know where up was and where down. I immediately calmed myself that all is good. I am in the presence of God, I told myself. He is holding me tight. There is no vertigo in truth and no truth in vertigo. Life is not dependent of material, brain, blood, ears. I wasn't afraid at all that made me so happy. I held on to the truth that life is in God and that I can't demonstrate anything unlike God. The symptom lessened, but persisted in a lighter form when I was turning around in bed. After a while, I got up after saying to myself, nothing will hinder me to do my duty to God. I persisted in having no other mind beside God. His mind is the head of everything. Shortly after the vertigo left. The next morning, the same thing happened. I repeated the procedure from the day before. 
not letting the symptom take hold in my consciousness. I could go, I could go about my day without any hindrance. The next morning, the symptom did not reappear and didn't since then. I am most grateful for this experience and the confidence I gained in staying calm and not letting error take over. My gratitude goes to all members and participants at the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent for all you give freely. It does help me tremendously to stay on the right track even if disturbances try to throw me off balance. Thank you very much for the readings and the lovely music tonight. Have a good night. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, this is Bruce. I'm very grateful for uh, an experience I had recently. Actually, I was away trying to take care of a lot of business and it seemed like every office that I went to to try to get something done, I was not able to do it. And it was starting to get a little discouraging. But one thing that helped me was when I read from Miscellany by Mary Baker Reddy uh, this paragraph where she says, We must resign with good grace what we are denied and press on with what we are. For we cannot do more than we are, nor understand what is not ripening in us. To do good to all, because we love all, and to use in God's service the one talent that we all have is our only means of adding to that talent, and the best way to silence a deep discontent with our shortcomings. Well, I felt very encouraged. Because after all, I was there to be in God's service and do what he wishes. And even though I may not see exactly what it is, I would go forward doing the best I can. When I made one more stop to another office and went in there, and here again, the guy said, nope, can't do it. So I went back to the, uh, the seating area, waiting area, to put things back in my backpack, and there was this young boy there, a teenager, obviously. He said, hey, I like your backpack. So that was a very cheerful comment. I said, well, thank you. It's so handy to carry things around. And I was getting ready to walk out, and he turned to me and says, well, enjoy your life. And uh, I thought, oh my gosh, God sends me exactly what I need, even though I may not know exactly what's going on. And here was this young kid who felt impelled to essentially say to me, uh, don't be so serious about things that you lose your joy about living and life. So I left that office feeling much better and... You know, this, this project is in God's hands. And the other thing that's in God's hands is my joy. And I'm so grateful for it. And I'm grateful that God sends his love, sometimes in unexpected ways, but he does send it. It's a good thing to remember. Shardell. Good evening. 
My gratitude for tonight is for our truly inspired and inspiring readings that are read every Wednesday, along with the testimony meeting, to the glory of God. A church friend mentioned the other day how outstanding the Wednesday readings have been for a long, long time. I heard also that a member years ago called this Praise God Wednesday, and so it is. The readings each week offer fresh insights into our study of Christian science, along with the Bible. What an opportunity and blessing this is to be shared locally, nationally, and around the world. It is my understanding that over 200 people listen to this service each week. Then come the testimonies of healing and the life-changing events and appreciation which are recorded for the website. The music and three hymns that are played on the organ and sung relate to the topic for the night and uplift and heal all by themselves. Much prayer and preparation goes into each service and I am grateful not only for the service itself, but to everyone who makes all this possible. I myself have experienced healings during the Wednesday service, and I know that others have also. Thank you, Plainfield Independent Church, for maintaining and continuing what Mrs. Eddy envisioned for each Wednesday testimony meeting to praise God and heal mankind. Thank you. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, God, for his wonderful promises. And thank you, Amanda, for reading so beautifully those words. I know that it's been the truth of our inseparability from God and the knowledge that he is our constant help that has and keeps all of us going forward. Now I have two testimonies. The first one is from Kenya. She says, recently my brother went to see the hospital now restructured to be a boutique hotel in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, where we were both born. This got me thinking about my birth. I was a seven month baby and was so small, three and a half pounds, that I had to be wrapped in cotton wool. My mother really prayed and I survived and have been always healthy. When my daughter, my own daughter, was about to be born, she was in the wrong position. Again, my mother, who by this time had become a Christian science practitioner, prayed for me and my daughter was born naturally and harmoniously. I and our family are so very grateful to God, to Christ Jesus, Mrs. Eddy, Christian Science, and to the Plainfield Church Independent. Thank you. And from Australia, I would like to give my sincere gratitude to Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent for the inspiring roundtables and the recent February 6th Roundtable on Spirit, which included an idea about communication with God's creatures 
with the story of an angry panther called Diablo, devil, being renamed spirit, and its transformation to its true loving nature. This message really resonated for me and prompted a reversal in my thinking and restoration of joy and confidence. Tuning into the one mind which is governing, I now take a blessing to my daily morning swim in the sea to the creatures I often meet, which includes tingrays and jellyfish with stinging tentacles and schools of salmon. Previously, I had been stung at times by the jellyfish, which had caused irritation, and together with stinging fightings of sharks in our swim area. I had been swept along with general sentiments of others with fear of harm, as these were all hot topics of conversation on our beach. At Plainfield, a constant message is about always having God with us and acknowledging him as the one mind or intelligence of us and all, including all creatures. Before I go, I study the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation, Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy, pages 16 to 17, which includes, Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. I acknowledge and accept that the presence of God is right there with me during my swim, with other swimmers, and with all the creatures around us as we share their domain. Hymn 139 has always been a favorite of mine, and I often think about it during my swim. I have adapted it for this activity. I swim with love along the way, and oh, it is a holy day. No more I suffer cruel fear. I feel God's presence with me here. The joy that none can take away is mine. I swim with love today. My blessing also includes gratitude for the beauty, grace, and strength of the sea creatures, and I bring them love and thank them for sharing their space with me, and know that as perfect ideas of God all express the one divine mind, and that in this loving environment I am protected, as God's creatures cannot harm each other. I also include gratitude for this, for safety in the sometimes rough seas and challenging weather conditions. God with us always. And then she, uh, he just includes, was also very grateful to receive in the mail today a new, as a new subscriber, the full text, Liberator Magazine and the Plainfield Calendar. I'm so grateful for all these testimonies because they just attest to the truth we are, we are all learning. And it's beautiful to hear people using, really practicing what is being taught here. I thank God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and everyone contributing and supporting what's going on here. Happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Well, thank you for all those beautiful testimonies tonight. Beautiful, certainly the beautiful readings, but testimonies. It shows how very much you all have to offer and how interesting and 
and with such variety they all are. Uh, that last one Florence read was so beautiful about the, the sea creatures. It was Parthens, our friend Parthens, who sent us that video about the black leopard that was so beautiful. And he sent me a recent one, too, which I will, we should probably put that on the website, too, where I can certainly send it to Florence and anyone else who would like it, but about a woman who befriends sharks, and she swims with them, and she's, she loves them, and they know that she loves them. She has taken out, she said, over the years, 300 hooks from out of their, one in a mouth, one on their backsides. They come and swim around her. One of them particularly loves her, sits on her lap. These are eight feet foot sharks. So it shows, Mrs. Eddy says, love is reflected in love. And as we approach God's universe with great love, we will receive that love back. Um, <clears throat> I will read, I have several things to read tonight, but I will read just this one email from Hawaii tonight. Uh, Most days you can find me in the garden, and depending on time and weather, the garden can range from being tidy and trimmed to being girls gone wild. (laughs) 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 If the latter is the case, I get focused and aggressive with my shears and prune back shrubs and bushes using a very heavy hand. The aftermath is akin to a battle lost at first glance anyway. But given a little time and care, the plants come back with even more vitality and beauty than before. This hard pruning is what Plainfield has done and continues to do for me. I was a plant growing way out of control, no rhyme or reason to live, no direction or purpose. I felt as though an alien had replaced whoever me used to be. In seeking a way out of this misery, I remembered an acquaintance that was a Christian scientist, so I called on her for advice on how to access online weekly Bible lessons. She directed me to the Mother Church website, but when attempting to access it, I was directed to the Plainfields website. I thought it was a mistake, so I tried again and again with the same result. I called her back to ask about Plainfield, and she said, no, that's not the right site. Try again. After numerous attempts, I gave up and decided to check out the Plainfield website. (laughs) I am so grateful I did. Not me that did the work, but God directing me to the right place, Plainfield. There are no mistakes, no coincidences. I am learning. And I'm so grateful for God's loving and persistent guidance. I was an awful basket case, fearing life, fearing death. But he never gave up on me, and nor did Plainfield. I am so grateful for for my improved outlook and growing understanding of the Bible and Christian science. I am especially grateful to release the burden of being in charge mortally and replacing it with a growing reliance on God for all things, great and small. This has truly tidied tidied up my garden in the very best way. Thank you and all at Plainfield from the fullness, not bottom, of my heart. (laughs) So anyway, it's wonderful to hear from everyone. We got some other beautiful ones. There was one beautiful one from Australia. It would probably make a good article about how grateful she was for the Bible study. 
And also, you know, what we've learned here, that we are a democratic, independent church, and that is how Mrs. Eddy intended the churches to be. And today I had a most wonderful phone call uh, from someone from a branch church in North Carolina, and he and the members there truly want to become independent, and they're asking how to do it. And we've had a few casual inquiries or inquiries as to why are we the only independent church, but never someone who was enthusiastic and really interested in learning how to become an independent church. And we've been waiting for this for years. And it was just, I thought, hallelujah, uh, this is the sign of the times. This is one of the wonderful of uh, wonderful results of the pandemic, if you will, because man's extremity does become God's opportunity. So I was so grateful to hear from this gentleman. We'll be in contact with him again, and uh, we're very happy to provide whatever help we can give to anyone. So we're grateful to be here tonight. Again, thank you for the beautiful readings. Thank you for all the wonderful testimonies and music. So grateful to be with you all. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 317. Still, still with thee, when purple morning breaketh, when the bird waketh and the shadows flee, fairer than the morning, lovelier than the daylight, dawns the sweet consciousness, I am with thee. Hymn number 317.